0: With Marilyn and Sarah and I know that God has some really astounding things for you and encouragement for you specifically here's a phenomenal testimony from Charlotte she called uh, to receive prayer because her sister was in a very difficult marriage lots and lots of conflict and about ready on the verge of divorce after receiving prayer uh, there was a tremendous change in both her sister's heart and her husband's brother brother-in-law's heart Um, They're going to counseling, they're back in church, and their marriage is being restored. And it's a testimony to now uh, this nephew. So we just want to thank you so much for watching and being encouraged in your heart that nothing's impossible. Your marriages (laughs) are not impossible for God. God can do the impossible and bring reconciliation, restoration, where there's been tension, conflict, misunderstanding, all kinds of difficulties. God can reconcile what seems to be impossible in the natural. So hop on the phone, get on the website. We'd love to pray for your marriages, your kids' marriages, uh, people who are struggling, maybe just even relationships. Maybe you're struggling with some work relationships, some family dynamics. We'd love to pray for you. So hop on the phone, get on the website. And Mom, we have a really cool
1: guest, really cool guest today. I agree. Michael Koulianos, and I have known Michael for many years, and I always say this. God brings people into your life for seasons and reasons and sometimes a lifetime. So Michael Kulianos has been in my life for a lifetime almost because I go back to early years with Benny Hinn and, of course, the progress of the family. So when you watch today, you know, this is a season and it's going to affect your life. I believe what you hear today will affect your life for a lifetime. Mama, what do you see suddenly suffer? When I wander states of night. My friends, the adults, there's things you don't want me to see. When you can see my ribs long with my hair is falling out. You can do everything it takes.
0: thrilled to have Michael Culeanos with us. Thank you, thank you, thank, thank you. you thank love you. you both. Thank, thank you. you so much. Totally delighted. Now, Michael, not everybody in the audience, like, knows who you are. Mm-hmm. Cool name. No <laughs> pun intended. Sorry. I know you get that a million times. But Hickey, you know. Oh, yes. That Sticky. has its own little rabbit trail. <laughs> yeah. um, give us a little background on who you are so we can kind of all get on your page.
2: Sure, yeah. Uh, well, I live in Orlando. We have a ministry called Jesus Image. A school called Jesus School. And we host events around around America and the world called Jesus Events. We love Jesus in our family. And I have uh, married to Jessica, my wonderful wife. I have three kids, Theo, Benny, and Sophia. And now we have a church in Orlando. So we're staying plenty busy. And uh, it's been really, really amazing to see what the Lord's doing.
0: And did you grow up all in this Jesus stuff? How'd you grow up?
2: Yeah, I grew up in the Orthodox tradition. Um... Like the Greek, Orthodox, Greek Orthodox, Russian Orthodox, yeah. yeah. Heard, a lot of, heard a lot of wonderful things. Have so much value for their commitment um, to the scriptures and to, to what they've carried, really, through the centuries in maintaining these beachheads of Christendom around the world, especially the Middle East. So, yeah, grew up there. And then I heard the gospel clearly for the first time as a 12-year-old boy and was healed, and that started a beautiful adventure with God.
0: Nice. You know, I know you've written this book called Holy Spirit, the one who makes Jesus real. Of course, we'd love for you to get on the phone, get on the website, grab several copies. Love love, not only the Bible in here, but I love how you express these, all of Holy Spirit and just lots and lots of stories. Mm-hmm. One thing I know for our audience, um, sometimes there's struggles in our marriages. Like one one person believes in God, one person not so much. You might be watching right now and you're having some marital discord (laughs) that's a nice way to put it right Mm -hmm. i want to encourage you to get on the phone get on the website we want to pray for you but michael you were saying like when you first when the holy spirit started to really impact your family there was some conflict between your mom and your dad what how did that what did that look like
2: well mom so in those days looking back it looks like god came in sovereignly into our little community and touched certain families uh some are still walking with jesus today most are not but the ones that still are became very close with my mom you know we came from a very small town so they basically went to high school together they knew each other a few of them got born again in a women's bible study um and filled with the holy spirit and so they began to reach out to my mom and work on her and just share the gospel my mom was very uh religious, she would walk to the church just about every day on the way to school, light a candle. I think there was a reverence for God there, but again, she had not heard the clear gospel from the scriptures, so uh, my friend, my mom's friend began to minister to her, and my mom got born again at one of these Bible studies. And so when she got born again, she brought that home with her. It sounded great to me, to be honest with you, and my brother, but my dad, was in leadership at the Orthodox Church. so, And there was a lot that went into that. His business reputation. I think in his mind, he probably thought, these Christians over there, they're a little weird. Like, they're, they're pretty intense. and You know, we don't want to be all about Jesus. We just kind of want to use him as a supplement. Yeah. You know, we don't want him yeah. to be the whole meal. So my dad was like, look, uh, that's good for you. Actually, he didn't even say it's good for you. He's like, I hate all of this. I remember reading my Bible and getting in trouble for it in my, in my room. Serious? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember uh, yeah, it was really tough. I remember being on a flight once with my dad and reading uh, the Gospels and him having an issue with it on the flight. So that was at 12, 13 years old. So dad was just, you know, he just didn't know and finally uh, my mom, I got sick, my mom began to take me to my father-in-law Benny Hinn's meetings in Orlando I got healed I don't think dad knew what to do with it I think he was glad I was healed just didn't like the way it happened which is totally Jesus right right none of us want spit on our tongue or mud in our eyes unless you're desperate <laughs> and and <laughs> and I was desperate so and mom was desperate so dad gave mom an ultimatum he said if you take him back to that meeting I'm going to divorce you And dad was a a military man, trained officers in the military, and that was a very serious threat, you know. So my mom looked at him and said, have you ever gone one evening without a good dinner? And he said, no. Have you ever had your clothes not washed and ironed? He said, no. Have I laid down everything to be your wife? Yeah, you have. She said, this I can't give you. She said, I'm going. And um, she took me. Well, Dad drafted up the papers and followed us to the meeting. It was a two-and-a-half-hour drive, maybe three hours in traffic from north, the north part of the Tampa Bay to the north side of Orlando. And he walked in the meeting during worship. And he walked in with my cousin, the priest, who had been filled with the Holy Spirit. So I think my cousin, his name was Father Sam, was working on him, trying. But Dad walked in, ready to divorce my mom. And so we were singing, and I think one of my cousins nudged me and said, Hey, your dad just walked in. So I looked to my right down the center aisle, and there came Dad. So I was afraid, so I just put my head down and acted like I was worshiping. and Closed my eyes. It's was like, Oh, Jesus, help. It was like a mayday signal. You've got to do something here. And so the worship continued. God started to heal the sick. And dad thought that was just not real. And then people started reacting to the power of God. A few were falling. A lot were falling. And dad began to mock it. So my dad said, if this is real, then I want this mother who was coming up the platform steps. When she gets prayed for, she was holding a one-year-old baby. When she gets prayed for, I don't want the mother to react at all. He said this to God. But if this is real, have that little baby react to the power of God. And so my father-in-law prayed for the mom. She just kind of stared at, at, at Benny, and then, then he prayed for the, for the baby. And when he prayed for the baby, the baby's head like went down. The baby fell onto the mom's shoulder, and the mom grabbed the, the baby. And my dad simultaneously went flying through the air in the second oh. row into the pew. And he, he slid down the pew on the ground, and he was under the power of God. He was sobbing down there loud. And I had never seen my dad cry, except at his mom's casket. So he was shaking down there on the ground. After about an hour of being on the ground, he jumped up. He looked at the entire family. He said, forgive me. I, I have mocked Jesus. He gave his life to Jesus right there. And begged our repentance. And today my dad is a as a pastor, it's, it's amazing, oh, wow. amazing what the Lord did.
1: And this is in your
2: book. It's in my book. My mom and dad are in leadership, restored their marriage, and yeah, never give up, never, ever, ever give up
1: on mm-hmm. on your family. I think, and you have a special chapter called The Comforter. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't know any anything like the Holy Spirit to comfort so you. So true. If you got the book just for that, It would be worth it. It is just awesome. So I want you to call in with your prayer requests. Maybe you're not spirit filled or you have family that are not spirit filled or people that think you're nuts.
0: Usually relatives. And mom, marriage is in crisis. Yes. If your marriage is in a crisis, right. you just heard a crisis. Right. And you heard God intervene and really do far exceedingly beyond all that you can ask or think. I want you to hop on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray, especially if your marriage is in a crisis, because
1: nothing is impossible right. with God. No. And <clears throat> again, I, I think the book, you should get four or five of them, because these are things that we can pass on to people who won't listen to us, but they'll read a book. Mm-hmm. So this is a very important thing for you. So just call us and remember the Holy Spirit wants to make Jesus real to you. What could be better than that?
0: Don't you agree? Real in our marriages, real in our families, right. real with our kids. Some of you watching right now, your parents are really skeptical. If they're like you say, well, they're not believers or they were and they walked away, they got you know disillusion or whatever but no one is beyond the love of God and so hop on the phone we want to pray for your family we want to pray for those individuals who are not walking with God for your parents your marriage is in in a crisis mode we want to pray for your marriage and i know that God does the impossible it says in luke 1:37 nothing is impossible with God and not only is nothing impossible but no one is impossible so don't quit. Don't give up. Don't don't say it's not going to happen because God can do the impossible.
3: What does it look like to have a personal relationship with Jesus? Prepare to experience Jesus Christ at a whole new dimension through the person, presence, and power of the Holy Spirit. For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Michael Koulianos' landmark book, Holy Spirit, The One Who Makes Jesus Real. Through this revolutionary teaching, you will learn to walk in the supernatural anointing of Jesus, access the presence and power of Jesus, rediscover the person of Jesus. We will also include Marilyn's Seeing Jesus CD, Sarah's Praying with Holy Spirit DVD, and Jesus is God's Selfie booklet. For your gift of $120 or more, we will include The Names of Jesus Afghan, printed with the names and attributes of Christ. Walk in the joy of a personal, dynamic, and supernatural relationship with the Son of God. Call or click today for this amazing resource. Sarah Bowling, Living Genuine Love, is on a mission to connect everyone with the heart of God. With a passion for the Bible and the gift of teaching, Sarah brings a new perspective to articulate God's life-giving revelation to our modern moment. At Living Genuine Love, we're committed to seeing you walk in a vibrant relationship with God every day. Learn more about Sarah Bowling and her ministry, Living Genuine Love, by visiting sarabowling.org or call us at 800 627
1: 1995. I think our children marrying the right person is so important. So I've already started on my grandchildren, you know, both my son and Sarah's children, that they marry the right person. That we don't have divorces and junk that are so hurtful to a family. And in this wonderful book on the Holy Spirit by Michael Goulianos, it says, the one who makes Jesus real. We want our children to have a real experience with Jesus. Not that they know him through us, or they just know about him, but they have him. And there's a special section in here, A Bride for Isaac, which shows, I think, that we can pray that our children, our grandchildren, great-grandchildren, get the right mates. And you share that in here. Mm -hmm. That's so good. And you have three children. I do. So that's important.
2: Yeah. I, I remember being 12, and my aunt, who's gone on to be with the Lord, pointing at Jessica saying that's that's the girl you'll marry one day and we were back like in the nosebleed seats and I, I thought mm, I was 12 I mean who's looking for a wife at 12 so <laughs> I said I don't know NRG I'm I'm good she goes no there's your wife over there so knowing that the Lord put you together actually gives you the strength to stay in the fight when you need to and marriage we always tell people if it doesn't work at home it's not real to you It's got to be real there. And if your family can burn for the Lord, it's interesting. Moses is entrusted first with his tent. That's what Exodus teaches. The Bible says Moses took his tent outside the camp, and that tent became known in Israel, in the wilderness, as the tent of meeting. And the glory of the Lord would come and descend at the front door of the tent. All Israel would rise in honor. In other words, before Moses could be entrusted with corporate presence, corporate glory, for a nation, he had to prove it in his tent. So our homes, God wants to charge our homes and fill them with the manifest presence of God. And that starts, obviously with our private lives with the Lord, but certainly with finding the right mate and and marrying the right person, working things out. Joy Dawson, I'm sure you guys know that name. She's been a real spiritual mom to Jesse and I for a long time, for years. And she would always tell me, the first one to say sorry is the most spiritual in the moment. And you learn the ways of Jesus in that covenant of marriage. It's irreplaceable. It is.
0: And, you know, in your book here, lots and lots of stories about Holy Spirit mm. and, and, you know, talking about the bride of Isaac and all that. Mm. But uh, what would you say is your favorite memory with Holy Spirit? I mean, there's like, that's a tough question because I think how do you go through those files and pick the favorite one?
2: Oh, I hope I get through this without being uh, too emotional. I would say the first, that first night uh, at, in my father-in-law's meeting, just because I walked into another world, and uh, it was a world I didn't know existed, and now I know is the kingdom of heaven, right? Um, and then I, I needed another encounter because I found that the assignment over my life could not be apprehended, certainly not in a successful way, if I didn't have a fresh anointing for a new day. And so when the ministry when the demands came, when sick people started driving in, and they weren't getting healed, and they were dying, and uh, and our church wasn't growing back in California, and I didn't have much to show for. Uh, and then I would go sit with Oral and others with all of these amazing stories compared to my little, what seemed like insignificant, underachieving life in the spirit. And then I would have to, to find the miracles in my father-in-law's meetings. So comparing my life to to greats like that was very discouraging and i think i probably came to the place where i had the the option to give up just because i wasn't living the word you know like jesus telling us to heal the sick is a command so i felt like why aren't i apprehending what's here and i came to the place where i i had to choose it was either god's fault or mine and it wasn't his and so instead of giving up, I just started digging, you know, extended seasons of prayer, extended seasons in the scriptures, um, extended times with people like Marilyn or, uh, or I would sit with Oral, and he would give me the same answer and it <coughs> bothered me. I'd be like, how do I do this? And he'd say, meet Jesus. No, I don't think you heard the question. I'd sit <laughs> with Rex Humbart. How do I do this? Yeah. Meet Jesus i took sit with my father-in-law. He never once taught me how to heal the sick. Never. He would say, find Jesus. He does it all. And I'm like, I, I think you're all deaf because I, I need breakthrough. How do I get a breakthrough? And finally, on October 23, 2007, I went after years of seeking God and coming close to quitting so many times. I went up to a little church in Connecticut. I was invited to play golf. The pastor had been crippled through a stroke. He was preaching to 400 businessmen, uh, many who were Wall Street businessmen, and he had the stroke mid-sermon. They all saw him collapse, yeah. and he was paralyzed on the left side. The Lord spoke to him in the hospital. In 21 days, I will heal you. He went to my father-in-law's meeting 21 days later with the whole brace for the stroke. His leg was dragging. got healed during the worship set, and so I was invited to play golf with him during this season of discouragement up in the New York, Connecticut border. And he looked at me and he said, did you know I was crippled on the golf course? And I said, no. And when he said it, something shot through me. Like faith hit me. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, you thought you came up here for golf, but your life's about to change tonight. Mm. He said, come to my little church. He's a Lutheran pastor. He said, we've been in a revival. He said, but I don't want you to preach. I just want you to sit there because you preach too much. You need more of God. (laughs) (laughs) He was right. So I sat there. And I went into that church and this guy walked up to me, who's my assistant now. He said, do you ever feel like something's about to happen to you? And I go, yeah, and then he just walked away. It was so bizarre. I thought, that was weird. And he goes, okay, he walked away and I went to my seat in the second row. There were probably seats 200 people, wooden pews, and a little Y had a guitar. He had Birkenstocks on and shorts and the whole Y deep V-neck look, you know, a little tattoo on his wrist. He had the whole hipster missionary look going. And he hit the first chord. And when he played the first chord on the guitar, it was like the heavens tore open mm-hmm. over me. And the manifest presence of God fell on me. And I began, I was overwhelmed. I don't know how to explain it. Crying, laughing, uh, h- thought thinking I could die in that presence. It was so holy, but I, I wanted it, but th- I was afraid of it at the same time. And I, I, I said this to the Lord, if this is what I've been waiting on, have this Lutheran pastor give me the meeting right now because if you, I don't give this away, I'm not going to survive the night. So I opened my eyes and he was right in front of me. He didn't know me from Adam. And he said, if you have something to say, take the meeting. And I did. And for the first time, I felt like I preached Jesus with authority.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And the power of the Spirit hit and a woman was healed of leukemia. And the ushers were jam-packed. I mean, the altars were jam-packed. And then I flew to L.A. for my next meeting. The pastor said, you have 15 minutes, Assemblies of God. You have 15 minutes, but we want revival. I thought, you want a 15-minute revival? <laughs> and I thought, "In the natural, I'm not taking the meeting. Why should I take that meeting? But I heard the Holy Spirit say, take the meeting. So I took the meeting, 15 minutes to the dot. I went to give him the mic back at 15 minutes, and I gave him the mic, and the power of the Holy Spirit hit him. And people stayed for five hours instead of 15 minutes. Mm and that began. That's probably the second most memorable time in the Holy Spirit mm. that I can remember.
1: Totally phenomenal. These are right? turning points. Oh yeah. And you can have turning yes. points. Be sure you get the books mm-hmm. because you want to give people other people turning points, mm-hmm. right? And of course you want to leave your prayer requests. And Sarah, you were raised in the atmosphere of the Holy Spirit. Mhm. Do you understand what he's talking about?
0: So I think it's interesting because I think, you know, you. Uh, for me, I grew up in this stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember, I think you had Benny Hen when I was maybe four or five years yeah. old. Mm-hmm. And so I've kind of, and I think for me, it's not what I would call like normal, mm-hmm. but on the other side, I think there's a really important um, point on an individual level where I say myself, I can't just be a grandchild or a stepchild or you get it by osmosis or anything like right. that. And, and Holy Spirit is very unique and very individual, mm-hmm. very distinct. Mm-hmm. So I just want to encourage you to hop on the phone get on the website because this book will encourage you that Holy Spirit sees who you are, recognizes your individuality, and wants to breathe on that divine blueprint that God has put in you today.
3: What does it look like to have a personal relationship with Jesus? Prepare to experience Jesus Christ at a whole new dimension through the person, presence, and power of the Holy Spirit. For your gift of $29 or more, we will send you Michael Koulianos' landmark book, Holy Spirit, The One Who Makes Jesus Real. Through this revolutionary teaching, you will learn to walk in the supernatural anointing of Jesus, access the presence and power of Jesus, rediscover the person of Jesus. We will also include Marilyn's Seeing Jesus CD, Sarah's Praying with Holy Spirit DVD, and Jesus is God's Selfie Booklet. For your gift of $120 or more, we will include The Names of Jesus Afghan, printed with the names and attributes of Christ. Walk in the joy of a personal, dynamic, and supernatural relationship with the Son of God. Call or click today for this amazing resource.
1: I know that you are thinking, I'd like for Michael to pray and to pray for me. Mm. Agreed? Uh, and yes. I think, I love that. Of course, I know you well. Mm. <laughs> you know, I love your prayers. But I know that you will too. And God has something so special for you in this prayer. Mm-hmm. So, Michael, just do what the Holy Spirit tells sure, you. Sure, I'd
2: be honored. You know, if you're watching right now, I, I want to remind you that before you were ever born, the Lord knew you'd be watching right now. He knew you'd be facing what you're facing. He knew you'd be in pain, possibly. He knew all of this, and I I want you to have peace. But what's so vital, you know, we're talking about miracles and talking about the power of the Holy Spirit. But the Holy Spirit longs to make His home in you. So I want to invite you to discover and give your life to Jesus right now. That's the greatest miracle. Jesus said, if any man come unto me, I will by no means cast him away. He doesn't know how to turn you away if you come to him on this level. So I just want to pray with you right now. Just say this, say, Heavenly Father, I've sinned against you and I'm sorry. Forgive my sin. Wash me in the blood of Jesus. Forgive me. I believe you are the Son of God and I repent and turn to you today in Jesus' name. Amen.
0: That's phenomenal, and you might have prayed that prayer for the first time. You might have just kind of rededicated your life to Jesus, but no matter what, the breath of the Almighty Holy Spirit lives in you and is making Jesus real to you today.